The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. We live in a, a very different time now, and God has really blessed us with technology. And we can preach the gospel without even leaving our studio, mm. without leaving our home now. We can do it. Uh, we can reach people all across the world. I mean, we've got uh, Tiffany. Uh, she's from Miami. I mean, it's just, a, it's just amazing. But you still have to be very, very careful in the sense that the technology is there and the technology is amazing and the technology helps us get the gospel out there but it can be a distraction yes. because you're focusing on this i mean I, when i set all this stuff up i've got to do audio levels and i've got to make sure that i'm close enough to the mic so that there are other people that listen to our messages as well and um, we've got people in france We've got people in the United Kingdom. We've got people in Africa, Uganda, those places, Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got people in Asian countries and a lot of Americans, a lot of Americans. Our two countries that are really tuning in are South Africans and Americans in a big way. And it's very cool. It's very nice. We've got people in South America. So, you know, you're kind of aware of you've got to give out good audio quality and that type of stuff. So um, you tend to look at the screens and the mics and that type of stuff and it becomes a distraction. Yes. And uh, we don't want it to really become a distraction because at the end of the day, your message has got to be delivered under the anointing. Because it's the anointing that removes the burdens and destroys the yokes. Amen. And uh, that's what uh, Isaiah tells us. That's what the anointing is there for. It's, a, it's an act of love. So, without further ado, I have obviously prayed about tonight, as I always do. And, um, oh, Denver says happy birthday. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Denver. Uh, Oh, this, I, I love that. We got such a good uh, team. I have prayed about this, and uh, and rightfully so. And uh, but for your sake, we're going to pray again, and it gives you an opportunity to come into agreement and add to it. So let's do it, Father. We thank you. It's so awesome to have you in our lives, man. It's so, so, so awesome to have you in our life. My life would not be better. And uh, in fact, it, I think it would have grown worse without you. Mm. But with you, oh, man, you just, you are the light. Amen. And you just make things bright. Yes. 
and things just get better when you are around. The curse dissolves in your presence. I mean, that's just it's just amazing. And uh, we just appreciate you in our lives. We thank you so much for making us your children. You've always wanted us to be your kids. You never gave up on us. And so, Dad, there are very specific things that I know you want to get across to your kids tonight. So I pray none of me. And I pray all of you. And I pray for the people, everyone here and those online that are listening. I pray for them, Father. I pray that they will have ears to hear. And they will have eyes to see. And they will have a heart that understands. And Dad, you know what I prayed earlier. I mean, you and I, we had a chat about it. And I believe it's going to happen. That there will be a change on the inside of them. On the, on the inside of each and every one. I want this message to mark them. And that they will never, ever be the same again after listening to this message tonight. Uh, I can't do that, but you can do that. And uh, so, Father, I pray that you think through my mind and you speak through my vocal cords. And I pray all of you and none of me. Now, we take authority over the devil... We take authority over distractions. This is not your meeting, Satan. This will never be your meeting. You are lost. You are defeated. And you're not welcome here. You're not welcome in the lives of the people that are streaming. This message and this meeting is guarded by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, we give you all the glory for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So, as you know, the times, I'm sure you people have seen the news and so forth, and the world is growing darker and darker, quicker and quicker. And a believer... In, in a time like this, as the world is growing more and more wicked, a believer has to draw closer and closer to their father. Mm. Because that makes all the difference in the world. Because what happens in the dark, there's a lot of fear there. A tremendous amount of fear. And the scripture tells us, that we have already been delivered from the spirit of fear. Yes. We are already free from it. And you can walk completely free until Jesus comes from fear. You can, you can walk in a freedom, a level of freedom that you have never even known. And there have been many Christians, I call them the patriarchs of faith, that have come face to face with the devil himself. And they were not afraid, not a lick of fear in them. That doesn't make them uh, superheroes. It wasn't because God zapped them with special powers. He's given that freedom to all of us. 
And we can walk in all of that. And in fact, our dad wants us to walk in all of that because fear is a foreign spirit. Okay? And you've got to, you've actually got to be border patrol. Yes. You've got to be the border Australian patrol. One. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, have you guys seen Border Patrol Australia? Yeah. <laughs> those guys, they don't play. Man, nothing gets in by those borders. And God has already armed you. And he's given you your outfit to wear. And man, I don't know why some Christians are so afraid. When the devil is actually more afraid of you. Yes. yes. The devil is absolutely petrified of you. Because he's useless without your fear. Yeah, but he doesn't yeah. want you to know that. Mm. He doesn't want you to know that. No. Yeah. But the direction that we are going this year is we are focusing on our dad. We're focusing on his love. The more you draw into that we can't we can't talk about this topic just once we can't talk about this topic just twice and don't ever have the attitude that you know it because there's always room to grow yes you know you are a spirit and if you follow the Apostle Paul's ministry, he spoke about the abundance of revelations. It's a revelation that comes from God, that builds you up, that strengthens you, that establishes you, that makes you tough as nails. And so that's what you're actually really after. You're after revelation. That's what you want. Because revelation changes you. And it makes you, man, a monster to Satan. He is absolutely he's petrified of you. Because you, you grow and you become tougher and you become stronger. And you walk in greater authority. And the love of God, the more you're focusing on the love, this is why we talk about this and talk about this and talk about this, because faith comes by hearing. Yes. But faith is coming by hearing, but and we talk about the love and so forth, but the love is flushing out the fear. Yes. It's flushing out the fear. It's flushing out the fear. You're not even aware of it. It's busy flushing out the fear. And the stuff that used to bug you before starts becoming minimal. And it doesn't, affect it, you it, yeah, it doesn't affect you as much anymore. And that's what you're after. Yeah. And slowly but surely the devil starts losing his foothold over you. And then until you come to a place where, man, you just... You just knock the daylights out of him. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Yes. But that comes, that's, that information and that power to walk in that, that's, that's actually a testimony. And that happens over a period of time. So don't ever give up on that. Chase after that. This is something that you must want with everything within yes. you. Because yeah. the results that you are after... Is no fear. Absolutely no fear. 
grown up, mature, and strong in the Lord. And that's what you're after. Perfect love casts out. Thanks, Morris. First John four sixteen. Amen. Now, many, many, many Christians they get born again, and they never ever experience that, and they pray very weak prayers, and they give up after a week, some even after two hours. <laughs> That's bad. But it's because they are not rooted and grounded in the love of God. Yes. Amen. Okay. That takes time. Now, the Lord is speaking to us all the time. A lot of Christians aren't even aware of it. There are Christians that are aware of it. And that's good. Um, And the Lord speaks to us differently. Now, uh, for me, he speaks to me by the witness of the Spirit, and he actually speaks to every believer by the witness of the Spirit first place. Mm. Okay? That's number one. That's the first place um, how he talks to you. Then there are other ways that he talks to you. He'll talk to you through the ministry gifts. Yes. The fivefold ministry gifts. And he will talk to you through the layman minister's gift which Morris I believe you have and I'd really like you to press into that Mm -hmm. because that's going to be a blessing to so many people and then he talks to you through his word and he talks to you through dreams and visions but you won't have um, as many visions as you would dreams but uh, it depends also on your calling and so forth. So the important thing is God doesn't just randomly talk to you in a, in a dream. And when he does talk to you, he's telling you of things to come. Mm. Now, he showed me, this, this happened years ago, I had a dream. When I, when I also say, I'm, I'm very careful to say this. When I say I had a dream, this is not for people who are movie binging and listening to secular music and just swearing and listening to the radio and living a secular life. And then they say, I heard from the Lord. Uh -uh. I've seen that way too many times. No. That's not how you hear from the Lord. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Mario says, you've got to separate yourself. Andrew says, you've heard from Hollywood. That's that's very good. That's so true. When I say you hear from the Lord, it's for people who have, like Mario says, sacrificed, separated yourself unto God. You you want to read your Bible. You want to spend time meditating and so forth. You want to grow. You want to learn. This is your desire. You want to improve yourself. From that, you, you have to hear from God. You understand? Hearing from God is not a mystery. But it becomes a mystery to me when you tell me, and I know your personal life. You know, your, your hard drives are full of porn. 
and you know you doing people in and you, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you tell me, yes, the Lord spoke to me. Hmm. Maybe the God of this world spoke to you. <laughs> or, as Andrew says, um, Hollywood. Or Bollywood. Whichever. Yeah. So, years ago, the Lord spoke to me in a dream and showed me this lady with red hair. I'm giving you an illustration now. And... There were, there were these men, this is in a dream now. Now understand, when the Lord is talking to you about these things, and these are spiritual things, you have to understand where He's coming from. He's showing you something that's taking place in the world of the Spirit mm. at the same time while you are here in the natural. Yes. Okay? So in other words, in the natural, your natural physical eyes cannot see over into the world of the spirit yeah. Yeah. now someone says yes but i've seen this and i've seen that hold on i'm going to explain your natural eyes have been designed by god to see matter the chair that you're sitting on mm -hmm. is made of matter the shoes that you wear is made up of matter mm -hmm. your physical body is made up of matter your eyes, your natural eyes have been designed by God to only see natural things. Yeah. Things that you can see, feel, touch. That's it, yes. Now, there's another world that's also operating at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it's called the world of the spirit. Spiritual mm -hmm. realm. Also known as the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. But in that world, things are operating at the speed of light. That's 186,000 miles a second. So your natural eyes cannot see at that speed. It's moving so fast that your eyes can't, can't pick up that speed and that's why you can't see there. Now the Spirit of God has been given to us and by the Spirit, we can see over into the world of the Spirit. If the Spirit wills. Yes. If He wants you to see something. Yeah. Okay. Now that I've given that little background. So the Lord showed me in a dream. Andrew and myself, we were in this warehouse. And just out the blue, man, this captain... I would call him uh, a small uh, soldier, uh, if I can say a small little unit. Uh, Denver would be able to explain it better. <laughs> Sm a small little unit. Soldier, soldier unit. <laughs> <laughs> Denver's like, stop! <laughs> anyway, um, they came walking in and they had this girl with the red hair. She had short red hair. And this captain of the squad had her by the arm and pulled her in as a as a prisoner they were all armed they had rifles huge rifles and they looked like they weren't going to take nonsense at all and they came over to Andrew and myself stopped in front of me in formation and looked at me and said and pointed to Andrew and said I'm going to kill your brother. No, he first said to me, 
<laughs> he said to me, I'm going to kill this woman. And so like, you know, in the dream, I'm like looking at this woman and I'm like, okay, this is, <laughs> I thought this is very random. I don't know this woman. Um, why are you making it my business? <laughs> you know, but anyway, uh, I was very confused in the dream. But anyway, um, he said, I'm going to kill this woman. And he said, then I'm going to kill your brother. And then I'm going to kill you. Now, all of a sudden, because now this is, this is God showing me things. All of a sudden, I got angry. A Holy Ghost anger came up on the inside of me. And I said, no, you will not. And I spoke with authority. And I said, I looked at the woman. I said, come here. And I grabbed her by the arm and I pulled her toward me. That leader wanted to retaliate. And all of a sudden, poof, he just exploded right in front of me. He vanished like in, in, a, in, in a cloud. Now, you know, at first you hear this type of stuff and you, you think to yourself, this sounds like, um, like a Disney movie. You know? <laughs> but just hold on and you'll see where I'm going with this. And then I said to this woman, and I said to the rest of them, if any one of you move, the same will happen to you, what happened to him. And I said to her, come with me. And I grabbed her by the arm. And I led her out the warehouse, and Andrew naturally came with me. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to hang around this. Yeah. <laughs> and I turned left. I, it's like I just knew where to go. Yeah, where to go. And I saw these two um, swing doors. You know, in the in the school, there those old, those highly polished wooden doors with those big uh, glass mm -hmm. uh, windows in them. That's frosted usually, and you can swing them, and they, you yeah. know, they can swing both ways. Okay. <laughs> the girls don't know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, yes. So I just swung those doors and I saw this light coming through those windows. And I just swung those doors out and we walked out and um, I said to her, you're free now. Beautiful. And then I woke up and I thought to my, now this is the first time God is talking to me on this level, you know, now I'm thinking machine guns. Are you serious? I'm taking on a squad with machine guns and I'm unarmed, you know. <laughs> anyway. As, uh, as Jesus in the chosen, stop and they'll all just. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so one day, one afternoon, and now this is over in the natural. This is not a dream now. Now the dream is going to come to pass. Now the dream is actually going to manifest. And now you're going to see the natural side of it. Catching up with the spirit. And now when I describe it to you, you're going to realize, wow, if you just look at it from one point of view, that's, that's, my, that's my whole thing. Why Jesus said, judge not. Because you don't know the whole thing. Well, my friend came to visit and um, he was he was going to go off and I went to go and see him off. I know some of you have heard this before. And we walked outside. And him and I were talking and saying our goodbyes and, you know. And I'm not 
catching on because the dream happened a few months before. This woman comes walking down the street. She, she's got red hair. And it's, it's short red hair. Yeah, it was dyed, but still. God is like, this is what you've got to look out for, you know. So anyway, she comes over there and she is drunk. Sure. Remember that leader with the squad and they were armed? What did that gun symbolize? Alcohol. It, alcohol, uh, it, it symbolized alcohol. They want, he said to me, I'm going to kill her. That's what he told me. Now, how was he intending to kill this woman? Alcohol. Mm -hmm. Alcohol abuse. Yes. But you don't see that when you're in the natural. Yeah. When she comes stumbling up to you and she's asking and... Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's, she's asking for money. And, and I said to her, silver and gold, have I not? <laughs> But such as I have, give I thee. I, I, like I said before, I, I can't tell you to this day how it happened. We just started talking to her about Jesus. And I laid hands on and I said to my friend Grant, I said, you go and stand behind her and you catch her. And not realizing what's going on, that's how that, that leader went poof. And he exploded. When I laid hands on her, the power of God hit that woman and Grant caught her just in time, re realizing we are out in the street now. It's a tar road. Yeah. Um, the Americans refer to it as asphalt. Mm. So if there was no one catching her, I mean, you know. You'd have to pray for her again. I'd have to, I'd have to pray for her again, yeah. And she, I mean, she was drunk. But when I laid hands on her, the power of God hit her. It broke that bondage over her life. Beautiful. That's what the anointing of Jesus does. It removes burdens and it destroys yokes. Mm -hmm. Now, Andrew, you remember you, you were there. So she, she falls under the power. When she got up, she was completely sober. Mm. Sure. Remember that, Andrew? I remember. It was, you couldn't even smell the liquor on her breath. And she was a completely different person. Why? We got rid of the bondage. We got rid of the devil. And then later on, the Lord spoke to me and said, Now, I showed you, he's teaching me these things. See? I showed you what's happening in the world of the spirit first. And now you saw in the natural. How many people say, Ah, oh, it's just a drunk don't give them any money. And yo, you shouldn't give them any money. But you don't know the full story. Now, <clears throat> I said all that uh, to say, and, and we had a marvelous time out there. And uh, I mean, Andrew, I mean, you remember, we started out in the afternoon and it went into the night. And people just opened up their windows and people walking past, they, they stopped, they went to the store and they came back with their packets and just stopped and, and joined us. It was, a, it was an amazing time. And um, I said that to say this, God talks and he tells us of things to come. Now, last night I had another dream. And in this dream, and th this is where we're going with this, 
in this dream, there was a woman who was in hospital. And uh, I don't know who this woman is. There's times where the Lord will talk to me about people that I know. And there's times he'll talk to me about strangers. Well, there was this woman and she was in hospital and she was screaming with pain. And her husband was there and I don't really know these people. And I was visiting in hospital. I don't know if I went to go and pray for the sick or, or whatever the case may be. But I was visiting in hospital and this woman was screaming in pain and there were nurses and doctors around her. And I knew by the Spirit of God, I don't know if the nurses and the doctors knew at this point. Maybe they did know. Maybe they didn't know. I don't know. But I knew by the Spirit of God, she was crying from pain because her body was full of cancer. And the cancer was causing the pain. Well, I tried to minister to them. Because there's only, there's only that much the doctors can do. There's only that much that the nurses can do. They don't have a magic pill for these things. I tried to minister to them, but they were in such a panic and such a state. Fear. They became hysterical. And they didn't want to hear any of that. Fear paralyzes a person. Fear, whoa. Yeah. It does. Fear paralyzes your faith. You can't think straight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's no room at that point for your faith to work. Mm -hmm. And in the dream, I walked away. But I still prayed for this lady. In the dream, I'm praying for this lady. And I had such a close connection with my father. And you know what I got out of that? I just knew that I knew that my dad is going to sort that out. Beautiful. Now, let's look at 2 Corinthians. Yeah, we prayed. <laughs> 2 Corinthians <laughs> chapter 5. And I want you to look at verse 7. You guys there? Yes. yes. For we walk by faith and we do not walk by sight. This is a huge problem in the body of Christ. And I'm guilty of it. I think we all are. Yes. No. This was a major problem for me. We walk by faith and we do not walk by sight. By our physical senses. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a moment. Let's camp here. Yeah, let's camp on this verse. <laughs> this is so important um, because people don't know what it means to walk by faith and not by sight. Okay. So, when you are in faith, you are praying a prayer. And this is why I started this off with saying, you know, people, they pray and some people last not even two hours. Some people don't last two weeks. 
Unfortunately, this is the majority of Christ, the body of Christ. If someone says to me, no, you you can't say that, I will tell them I've got scripture for that. Jesus said, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith in the earth? Now, in that dream, and this is still going to happen, I'm going to be visiting someone in the hospital. Maybe I'm going to go and pray for them. Maybe, and and let me just add, uh, let me add to this. I didn't actually finish that off. After I had that dream, I got up and uh, I was sharing this dream with Megan this morning. And then literally a half an hour later, Andrew sent me a voice note. And in this voice note, he said to me, my dad, uh, our dad, Uh, Our earthly dad has uh, asked us to keep a particular woman in prayer. Mm. Something along those lines. Uh, No, uh, the husband. He works with my dad and he was feeling very down and out and so forth. And so my dad was ministering to him. And it turns out uh, his wife... Uh, they say that she might, they're not expecting her to to live long. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I got that message from Andrew this morning after I had that dream. Coincidence? I think not. And immediately uh, I said to Andrew, you know, Andrew, said, Andrew wrote a, a book on healing mm-hmm. and... He said, uh, we're going to print this book. And I said to him, okay, the ministry will take care of that. We'll contact the printers. We'll print the book. We'll get the the book to them. Uh, My dad can pass on the book. And I said, uh, tell dad that if these people are open and they would like us to come and minister to them and talk to them, uh, we'll gladly go. Now, in that dream, why did they reject the help. It's because they are moved by what they see. They think that it's hopeless. They think that it's hopeless. And that's why when you are in faith, and it's and let me be honest with you, it's not easy to do that. It's not easy to not look at your circumstances. Yes. I think that is one of the hardest challenges for a Christian, uh, especially when the pressure is exceptionally high and you've got to believe your way out of it and you are full of fear. Now, that is the number one problem. Uh, why can they not have enough faith that will rule out not looking at your five physical senses? What you can see, what you can hear, what you can touch, what you can taste and what you can feel. It's because they don't know how much God loves them. Yes. Yeah. That's, that will fill their faith. Yeah. And this is why we are going over these messages and over and over and over. And it's not a waste of time mm. hearing these scriptures and hearing this word preached to you that God loves you. That he's your father. That he wants you to realize that you are his son or you are his daughter. It's not a waste of time. Because faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. 
But I, I promise you this. I promise you this, that the more you hear this and you hear this and you hear this, and we, we post a, a love devotional every Friday. Now, if you're wise, you will make use of it. Mm. It's there to help flush out a certain degree of fear. Now, if you don't read it, I'm going to tell you straight right now, you're going to keep the fear. Yes, mm. you're choosing to keep the fear. Yeah. And that fear is your enemy. It's an, you remember that movie, Enemy of the State? It's set up to make you fail. Yeah. It, 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 fear is there. It's an enemy of the kingdom of God. Mm. And your dad, your heavenly father, does not want you to have one ounce of fear in you. He doesn't want it. That's why he deliberately put the love there for you. And it's up to you to focus on that love and receive that love. And I promise you this, the difference. I was standing right there and this woman was sitting up in a hospital bed and the nurses, you could see they were frantic. Of course they're frantic. She's, she's screaming the place down. And the doctor's there and so forth. And they scree and she's screaming. They're frantic and they're in a panic. And she can't see why she could get her healing from another source than the doctor's mm. medication, yeah. the hospital, and so forth. It looked impossible to her. Why? She still had fear. Yes. And a few meters away, I was standing there praying for her. The answer was standing right there. And I knew how many, how many believers today are at a place that when they pray for somebody, they know, like they know, like they know, my father heard me. And hey, I don't care how much you're screaming. But I'm telling you that screaming is going to come to an end because my dad heard me and he's going to sort your mess out. But what if that doesn't happen, brother? I mean, what if you... That's fear talking. Yes. That's fear talking. Because the devil will come with doubt. What if it doesn't work? Yeah. You're, you're only talking like that because the evidence of fear is still present. Mm. If you get rid of that fear, you'll be talking like me. Now, let me testify here quickly. And this, this is where it really came up, where uh, we, we spend time, and I was going through, God is my Father. God is my Father. And man, it just changes your mindset so much. And Andrew came over, and Andrew's got a, a little bit of an awkward deal with his back. It makes him very... Uncomfortable. Yeah, uncomfortable. Discomfort, right, Andrew? And he came over, and that night I was sitting there where Emmy's sitting, and that, uh, that morning I was praying in the Spirit out in the garden, and just praying in the Spirit. And the Lord spoke to me, and He said, he, He's talking to me about, you, you should expect me to do something when you pray to me. Mm. When you, you should expect me to move. Yes. 
Well, I, I was busy downloading that. That's what happens when you pray in the Spirit. That's why I always encourage people, pray in tongues, yeah. pray in tongues, pray in tongues. And that night, the Spirit of God just unleashed on me. And man, I just went off. It was just coming out of my mouth. The love, the confidence that our Father wants us to have in Him, in His love for us. Mm -hmm. He says, don't you think that when you pray to me, do you honestly think I just sit there and I watch you pray and then when you finish your prayer, I do nothing? And I just think, you're crazy, man. I'm not going to do anything. He said, don't you know that when you pray, I'm already operating. Yes. Yes. I'm already doing something. He said, you've got to start thinking like that. Amen. Well, Andrew came over and we were discussing and so forth. And his back and around his neck, it, man, it was very... Let, let me just say this. Um, when I was uh, believing God for, for the healing of my eyes. Yeah. That was literally the only thing I was focusing on. And um, it, it took me a while. Yes. But I got it. Yeah. And out of that, I wrote the book. But for my back, I, I don't have time to do the same thing. Yes, because yes. Because my, if I can say my spiritual plate has got a lot of things going. Yes. And I, I don't have time to get into that level yes. of faith. Yeah. So I've I've kind of been sitting with it. Because I'm actually trusting God for other things in That's other right. areas. That's right. So, yeah. So, Andrew said to me, I, I went outside and Andrew followed me outside and we were standing there. And he said to me, would you mind praying for me? I said, yeah, sure. But then I said this. It's not about the prayer. No. And so many people think it's about the prayer. I said, you've got to know this, that the minute I put my hands on your back, that my dad is going to move on that prayer. And when you are ready to believe that, and Andrew, he received, man. He looked me in the eye and he locked on. You know, when fighter jets are out there and they, they man, they've, Flying at a tremendous speed. You've seen it in the movies. Yeah. They've got that little display. And they've got that little target that moves around and yes. moves around. And, and, and you know, they, it's trying to lock on to the enemy. Yeah. And they've got to gun this thing down. Because if they don't, that thing could come and kill them. And what happens is that thing is red, red, red. And they're trying to lock on. And the next second goes, and it turns green. And it says, target locked. Man. The enemy has got to do everything in his power to try and shake that guy off. Because now he knows it's seconds. Yeah. And that's what Andrew did. He locked on target. I knew that. And I said to him, are you ready for this? And he said, yes. I said, do you believe that when I pray, see, it's not in the prayer. It's in what you believe. Yes. Do you believe that when I lay my hands on you, and by the time I take it away, God moved that fast. And he did something. He said yes. So I, I said, okay. And uh, we came inside. And I said to Megan, she must come and stand in agreement with. And 
I heard the Lord speak on the inside of me and said, Take your right hand and put it between his shoulder blades. So I did that. And I told him that. And I prayed the prayer. It was a very simple prayer, right? And I took my hand off and that was that. Now I was tempted to ask him, Did you feel anything? And I stopped myself. I said, we do not go by feelings. No. Why? The scripture tells us that. 2 Corinthians 5.7 We walk by faith, not by, not, by sight. not by sight. So now, I can't ask him, did you feel anything? I just told him. That he's healed. You know? When you, when and, you yeah, and he agreed with me. But man, I'm still so inquisitive. <laughs> and uh, we left it at that. And later on, oh, about a, an hour later, right, Andrew? About an hour later? I think so, yeah. Lots of while ago. Yeah. He said, um, you know what? I'm feeling a lot better. And I said, oh, that's awesome. And then he said this. See, the Lord spoiled me. <laughs> and he said, you know, when you laid your hands on me and you took it away, I felt this warm feeling go over into my back. That was his dad. That's, yeah. Just like we agreed would happen. Now, I'll be honest with you. I was never at that place all of my Christian walk. Where I was thoroughly convinced that, listen, when I pray for you, there's change coming. You better expect it. Yeah. Don't you dare think that if I'm praying for you, my father's just going to sit there and laugh. That's what the devil does. Yeah. My dad loves to answer prayer. In fact, I think he says that we don't pray enough. Yeah. yeah. And he's saying, come on, spoil me. Give me some more prayers and pray more. And expect me to do something because I want to do that. But it's not because he decided to do something. Mm. It was because I received my sonship. That's what made all the difference. I knew I have a father. I knew that. I knew I had a loving father. I knew I have a father that loves me, enjoys answering my prayers, and there's scripture to back that up. And it took time. It takes time to grow into that. You've got to spend time receiving that. That's what the scriptures are there for. That's what these meetings are there for. It's there to encourage you. It's there to build you up. You are not the same as you were when you came in. The Lord added to you. You you walked away stronger. You walked away more convinced. You walked away uh, more wiser. And it becomes harder and harder for the enemy to lie to you. It becomes harder and harder for the devil to to deceive, you. to deceive you and distract you. Yeah, to actually also to say, like you said, to actually spend more time. Another word I can think of is actually you must actually train yourself. Yes. 
train yourself, yes. train yourself, train yourself to put your spirit first and not to put your flesh on. That's right. Yes. Because Christians live in a, a world where they're hoping that nothing is going to go bad today. Yeah. And they live in that fear every single day. They live in that place of bondage every single day. Yeah. If I can just mention, sorry, mm. I was watching a Bill Winston message last night and he was speaking about the same thing. Oh, really? And he actually mentioned that fear is actually like a magnet. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you give it power, yeah. you can draw all funny things to it. Yeah. But if you give the same play time, if you give faith, you've got a word of God, um, God power, yes. you can draw all resources to you. That's exactly right. Mm, that's what that's he says, and that is actually 100% what you say here. Yeah. If people, uh, I should say it like this, people should not wait. And unfortunately, we have partners that do that. Yeah. And uh, it frustrates me, man. I don't like it because I love my partners. Mm. Uh, my partners and, and Megan knows us. I mean, they, they're precious to us, man. So the best thing I can do is just pray for them and pray that they develop that relationship with him and take his word serious because I know, listen, you live in a fallen world. Yes. Bad things happen in this earth. Yeah. Remember the, the story of the, the, the fellows that built their house? The one guy built his house on the sand and the other one built his house on the rock? Mm. The storm... The storm came to both of those houses. Yes. Which one stood? Exactly. Now, my point is this. Just because he built his house on the rock doesn't mean bad things don't come. Yes. Yeah. It just means he's ready. Yeah. And when it comes, he's not afraid. Mm. And he can't wait for the storm to come. He's prepared. Because, because he doesn't yeah. put his trust in the house. He That's puts right. He trust in the rock. Yes. And God will give you strength to stand up under it. Amen. Whatever you face. Now, don't you want to be in that place? Yes. Don't you want to be in the place where, uh, if I can use this term, if all hell breaks loose, you're not afraid? And you go, boo, and they run. Yeah, and you <laughs> are in that place where you know, because what usually happens is when the Christian is full of fear, and all hell breaks loose, immediately they feel alienated. Yes. They feel alone. They all, you know, they're singing all their little Christian songs and, and quoting the Bible and putting up posts on Facebook and so forth. But when all hell breaks loose, all of a sudden it's like, oh, dear God, you've got to help me. Dear God, you've got to help me. That is a prayer of fear. What does Gloria say? God don't answer no scared prayer. Yeah. <laughs> that is a prayer of fear. You don't wait for that to come uh, your way. That's the one time you, you're supposed to stand yeah. in faith. Now, everyone knows in the, in the financial world, uh, what do you do? You invest. Yeah. And what do you get? You get a return. Mm. Yeah, that's what you do. You you invest in stocks and in bonds and so forth, and then you get a payout called a dividend. Yes. Okay. But guess what? That works in the kingdom as well. You don't try and build your house in the storm. Yeah. No deposit. 
no return. Yeah. You don't wait until something bad happens yes. and then you want to turn to God. I can promise you this. There's too much fear in your life. Mm. You're not going to get your prayers answered. And that's what a lot of Christians are doing. They wait until the storm comes and then they want to start building. Yeah. And you're supposed to start preparing well in advance, depositing, that's the, word, right. depositing the word so that when... The storm comes. You are so full of faith yeah. that that storm runs in the opposite yeah. direction. You don't speed the, sorry, you don't fine. feel the speed bump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do like fine. Andrew and you just ride straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go fast over the speed bump. No, that's my father. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> like father, like son. No. <laughs> and also to add, I mean, like uh, in the book of that, that's uh, Daniel, those mm. three servants. That uh, that Nebuchadnezzar told the people not to not to not to worship anybody else. Oh yes. When those people were facing oh, facing that Mendigo. storm. Marius, that's good. What did they do? Oh they my goodness. They spoke out. Yes. So my point is, if a person comes to a point where they uh, um, where there's fear in front of him or where there's a challenge, mm. they mustn't just sit there and be a doormat and let it run yeah. over you. Yes. Yeah. Stand your ground on the rock. That's it. You remember Speak what the out. word says? Yes. Speak out. And that will go. Take the love of your father. Yes. Take it serious. Yes. And dig deep. Dig until you come upon that rock. Mm. Yes. And you build your house of love on that rock. You've got a father. Yes. And he absolutely loves you. Dig deep and you'll find a rock. Yeah, <laughs> dig deep and you'll find the rock. Well done, Morris. It's it's an anointing on his birthday tonight. <laughs> but I, but I'm but I'm, I promise you this: the more you hear this and you hear this and you hear this and you go through those love scriptures, mm -hmm. go and go and search it out, man. Yes. Go and dig through those love scriptures mm -hmm. and go and read about it. Go and read that that is already in place for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's not. You've got to still believe for God to love you. Yeah. No, he, he's already told you that he loves you. Mm. And by you reading what he already said, you already love beyond your wildest dreams right yes. now. And the more you focus on that and the more you see him as your father and the more you see the, this father who is so tremendously loving to his children, mm. the more you become convinced of his love the more you become rooted and grounded in his love, mm -hmm. the more that love is flushing out the fear. Mm -hmm. yes. And guess what? When the winds blow and the storm arises, instead of you running in and locking up the door and saying, oh dear, please God, don't let this happen to me. Don't let this happen to me. You'll run out onto the front lawn. Because you don't have the fear. Mm. Perfected love casts out the fear. Be like Jesus and walk yes. on the water. You'll go and run chase after that storm. And that, yes. storm will, that storm will run with its tail between its legs. And oh boy. And then that storm will pray to God. Please Lord don't let your son get me. Don't let your daughter get me. And that is the way our father created us. Yes. He created us strong. He created us bold. Turn to 1 John chapter 4. Yes, Lord, I hear you. 1 John chapter 4, and we'll go to verse, my favorite, and I've said it here. I still love these verses, and I've been over them so many times, but they are so, so rich. 
First John chapter four. And um, oh, thank you, Lord. Verse eighteen. And when you're there, say, Amen. Amen. Okay, you beat me to it. <laughs> I was going to actually say, say, I have no fear. I have no fear. There is a verse 18. Did I tell you that? Yes. Okay. Verse, 18. <laughs> verse 18. There is no fear in love. Beautiful. Wow. Oh, man, I get excited. There is no fear. No fear. Say, no fear in love. No fear. Say it again. No fear in love. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out the fear. Why, Trevor? Here's the reason. Fear has torment. Exactly. Fear has torment. He that fears is not made perfect in love. Oh, yes, Jesus. I apologize. He said verse 17. I got so excited. I went to verse 18. This is my focus. Yes. Herein is our love made perfect. Or you can say that word perfect, perfect is an old English word for perfected or matured. Mm. Developing. Okay? Developing love. Yeah. You're developing in that love that he has and for you. And the more you develop in it, the more you're flushing out the fear. That's it. Yes. Now watch, watch what happens. Yes, Jesus, the anointing's on me now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on here, fear. <laughs> I want to eat you alive. <laughs> Watch this. Herein is our love developed, that we may be a coward in the day of judgment. No way. No? No. What does it say? Confidence. Mine says boldness. In the day of judgment, because as he, who's he? Jesus. Because as Jesus is, so are we in heaven? In this world. In this world. Is there fear in heaven? No. Is there fear in the earth? Yes. This is why you have to be bold. You can't be timid. You can't be afraid. You can't be quiet. You've got to be confident. You have to be bold. And fear has been defeated and it's under your feet. And you don't have to put up with it one more second. Because your dad is the boss of the entire universe. Yes. Man. And when you pray, you get results. Because you are a son, you are a daughter, and the only person who listens to you is your father, and there's nothing the devil can do about it. Amen. And we have been made kings and priests unto our God. We are the one that has the final say, the final authority on this earth. Yes. And when we speak in boldness, in the day of judgment, what's that? What, is, what does that mean? He said, in the day of judgment, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. It's not talking about the great white judgment that's going to um, take place at the end of this age. It's talking about judgment, wicked judgment. Judgment that comes by Satan in this world. Mm -hmm. That's what it's talking about. And Jesus says, don't you dare be afraid of that devil. You be like me. You be bold. You tell that little wet rat where to go. You tell him you jump and you ask me how high you can jump. Okay? 
If I tell you jump two meters high, you do it. And I'll tell you what, the devil will listen to you. Because yes. he has to. Oh man, yes. you read about authority that Jesus told us we had. He said, yeah. go in my name. He didn't say go and beg the devils to leave. He said, cast them out, man. You don't have to be afraid of anything. You are delivered from fear. You are set free and you are greatly loved. And the devil does not want you to know about it because you become his worst nightmare and you turn the tables on him. Don't be afraid of putting the lights out at night. Don't be, take authority over your property. I can tell you something now. There was a, a, a family. This happened in the United States. There was a family uh, who had a farm. And the farms in that area, uh, there were wolves that were just going about and attacking people and even killing people and killing livestock and so forth. And, and they were doing that. This family said, not on this property. Not happening. They heard of the reports. Be careful what you hear. Yes. Be careful what you let in. Yes. Be careful. It can feed the fear. Yes. Don't do that. They didn't do that. So what they did was, we're not afraid of anything. And they said, Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over every square inch well, of this property. Yeah. I'm not going to let some disobedient animal that's driven by the devil to come in here and torment my family and torment my kids. You know what happened the next day? The next morning, they did a perimeter check and they found five or six wolves lying dead on their property. You know what happened? Hallelujah. They kicked that devil out and they said, you're not crossing this line. Thank yes. you very much. And what had to happen? That those wolves crossed the bloodline and they died. Beautiful. Why? God is covenant obligated to look after yes. you first place. Yes. You are his number one. You are the apple of his eye. Yes. You have nothing to be afraid of. Hallelujah. Dad, we need to pray more often, you and me. This is a good message, man. I love you, man. And just to add to, add to that, the people wanting exactly what you now say is that people must take authority and the people must realize and believe it. They've got the, they've got the backup. They've got an army. Oh, yes. And that is there's the angels with, of God. There's more and with us than there is with them. Yes. yes. People, people are wondering how they're going to do that. They're going to do that. The people wonder why. Yeah. Spoken word of the Lord. Why? Hallelujah. The Bible says the angels hearken yes. unto the spoken word of the Lord. Now, let me give you one more testimony. And uh, we're already over our time. But That's you know nice. what? That's fine. Dad is... I told him. I said, you take over. And he did. <laughs> um, one more testimony. There was a, a group of missionaries that went into uh, a very dark area of uh, a remote country. And uh, there were these rebels. So, I mean, you already know what these guys are like. And uh, they are a law unto themselves, and they just kidnap people, and they just murder people, and they just don't care. Well, there was a, one of the missionaries were in town and doing their shopping and so forth, and one of these rebels said, uh, we're giving you an opportunity, you better get out. 
And if you don't, you're going to pay the price. And uh, this Christian said, uh, well, I heard your message. And uh, I'm sorry, but uh, we're not going anywhere. What? Do you know who we are? And uh, this Christian just paid no attention. And they, he went home. He went back to the camp where they were ministering and where they had their outreach. And what happened was, he told all the rest of the believers and he said, uh, we need to get into prayer. Uh, obviously, these guys are taking things very serious and we need to do something about it. They said, but we're not going. We're here. We're supposed to minister. And that's that. Amen. And now, that, now, don't think, oh, that's what they do. It's what rebels do. Uh-uh. God needs the gospel preached in there because what does the gospel do? It brings freedom. Mm. It's why it's called the good news. That's right. And what was the devil doing? That's his kids. So they went and they prayed. And they said, thank you, Lord, for protecting us. Went back to sleep. Well, these rebels, they went in there and they were true to their word. They're going to go and kidnap these Christians and... Man, they saw men in white, hundreds of them, with massive rifles, patrolling that whole camp. So the next day, <laughs> this Christian went back into town, you know, and he's doing his shopping. And one of those rebels came and said, uh, where, did, where did you get the money to, to get that law enforcement, uh, all those soldiers, where, where do you get them? He said, what? What law enforcement? What, what soldiers are you talking about? He said, the, the guys that were patrolling your, your property. He said, there's no guys patrolling our property. He said, there's a, I saw literally hundreds of them. We came in there to come and attack you guys. And he said, when we saw all of those men, we knew we didn't stand a chance. We turned around and we left. Beautiful. Should have gone in. Amen. Oh, man. They didn't even know. They went to sleep. They peeped out the window and probably thought, oh, it looks like there's nothing there. Well, it's not for you to see. Mm. It's for that, you know, Satan's kids to see. Yes. But they were protected all the time. That's not my anointed. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> okay. I am going to have to end this message now because I've gone completely over time. And that's our dad for you. Dad, thanks for being, uh, thank you for letting me be the vessel. Uh, let's end this, this, end this in prayer. Father, we thank you. We praise you. Oh, man, you're so good to us. You show us that there's nothing to be afraid of. Thank you for the victory that we have in Christ Jesus. Thank you for delivering us from fear. Thank you that this word will not return void, but it will prosper in the thing to where you sent it. We are blessed to have you in our lives. Thank you for delivering us. Thank you that we free from the clutches of the devil. Thank you that Colossians says that we have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Thank you that we are a free people. We are a blessed people. And help us to grow in this love. And help us to grow in the knowledge of you as our father. And help us walk in that freedom, Father. We love you. We love Jesus. And, and we're so grateful to be your children. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And remember, faith comes by hearing. So, so keep, keep on hearing. hearing. 
Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.